0: Hey everyone. I'm Meg Teets and this is sorta awesome. Hello and welcome back Awesome's. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. Well, friends, as you all know, we just celebrated the third birthday of Sorta Awesome last month. And I'll tell you what, it has been a hot minute since we asked you for some real feedback on this show. So we think it's time for another listener survey. It has been ages since we've done one of these. You guys are generous enough and kind enough to let us share our multitude of thoughts on a plethora of subjects with you every single week. So now it is your turn to share your thoughts with us. We have put together a super, super fast and easy survey for the awesomes. You can even do it from your phone, your mobile device, no problem at all. To find that listener survey, all you have to do is go to SortaAwesomeShow.com slash awesome2018, and you will find our survey there. I will for sure put a link in the show notes to this survey, because we can't wait to hear your thoughts. SortaAwesomeShow.com slash awesome2018. All right, you guys, I am absolutely giddy about this week's episode, because it is time for our annual get ready for summer show. I know. (laughs) And since this is the summer season in our year of the awesome, we wanted to make sure that we get you all set up to have the best summer yet, especially with your children this summer. Kids of all ages and stages, we want every family to have the best summer yet. So I am bringing in both of my favorite summertime babes and Sorta Awesome co-hosts, Kelly Gordon, and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly and Rebecca, are you guys ready to hack this summer?
1: Yes, most definitely.
2: Yes. Let's do this. I am so ready for summer. I don't think I've ever had a year when I've been so ready for summer.
1: (laughs) That makes sense because literally the snow
0: just melted. It just (laughs) melted in Minnesota like a minute ago. It
2: did. And yet I think for most people up here in the North, they would say spring has never sprung so hard and fast. Like everything just went boom. To like leaves and things are blooming and so let's do this. Are we all ready by May to get out of school? Yes. Ugh, yeah. I'm so ready. I'm over homework. I just got an email from my son's <laughs> teacher saying you might want to check his progress on that, and I'm like, ah. Uh, do I have do to? Do I have to? <laughs> Can we just pretend that he doesn't have any homework between now right. and when he gets out of school in four weeks? Ah, done. I'm done. Totally. Bring on summer. Totally. Yes. Okay. Well, we have
0: got so many hacks to make this the best summer yet for you guys. We are going to get to all of those tips and tricks and ideas and inspirations, all of it in just a few minutes. But I think we should go ahead, first of all, and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. That moment in the show when we get to share with you about the music, the TV, the books, the podcasts, anything in our lives that's making things a little bit more awesome for us right now. Rebecca, I can't wait to hear what you have.
1: Well, I am bringing this week some of my favorite follows on Instagram as of lately. I am really loving Instagram stories, especially. And these people are fabulous on Instagram stories, but they're also just good follows in general. So the first one is John Christ. He's a Christian comedian. (laughs) Kelly's a fan, obviously.
2: (laughs) I love comedians. They're so much fun.
1: He pokes fun at Christian culture. That's like his sweet spot, and it is so hilarious. You've probably seen him. You've probably heard of him. One of his videos that went viral was Christian Girl Instagram, where he made fun of all the things that Christian girls do on Instagram. And you guys, I like died. It was (laughs) so funny. And his how many of those things do
2: you do, Rebecca? You
1: like? Oh no, I do like half of those things. Oh, you have to watch. We'll put a link in the show notes. But on Instagram in particular, he's just really funny. He does a lot of traveling right now. He's on tour. And so he's really leaning into poking fun at what people do at airports. And it's a lot funnier than it sounds when I say it like that. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) He's just great. So look for him. And then I'm also really loving Elise Kripe. She is a blogger at enjoyit.com. And she shares about being creative and making things, and also about goal setting. The things that she posts are so inspiring and beautiful. She has two young children, and she talks a lot about doing art with them on a daily basis. But part of her big mission is just to do art, at least herself, in some way, some capacity every day. And so she's always making things. She'll be making clothing, like actual dresses and shirts. She'll be dyeing fabric. To make the clothes. She does a lot of painting. It's just really beautiful. She does these time lapse videos too and like tutorials to show like a breakdown of exactly like how she's doing it. I've never actually been inspired to recreate something that she does. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to watch it happen. <laughs> exactly. So you can find her at Elise Joy on Instagram. And then the final one is Catherine Lowe. She is married to Sean Lowe. Who is the only bachelor in the history of the franchise to ever marry his final rose pick? A little trivia oh, for you there. I did not even know. Oh, that. Surprise, shocker. Of course you didn't.
2: <laughs> but of course Rebecca did. When you said Sean Lowe, I'm like, oh no, this is somebody I don't know. And then you said the bachelor knows like, oh, okay, cool. We're we're driving. Go, Rebecca. Yep.
1: So Catherine mostly shares about her family. It's a lot of like family style vlogging. She has a son who I'm guessing is maybe about six months older than my youngest, Isaac. And her son is so adorable. He's like at that stage where he's talking like a little bit and he's like all running around and just like he's got like the pudgy cheeks and like the pudgy legs. And I don't know. Some people, you follow their stuff and their stories about their kids on Instagram and you're just like, eh, I have my own kids. Like, I don't need, (laughs) I don't need to watch your kids.
0: I mean, to be (laughs) honest, yes. Right.
1: Yeah. But, there's something about their family. I don't know. I just find their little son. His name is Samuel. I just find him adorable. And you guys, she's about to have another baby like any moment, any moment. And I just kind of can't wait to see this little boy with this new little baby. And anyway, she's just, they're just a fun follow. So those are my three suggestions. John Chris, Elise Kripe, and Katherine Lowe on Instagram.
0: So fun. We will drop links to their Instagram profiles into the show notes for this week so that you can find them and follow them too. So thank you, Rebecca. I love that. Kelly, how about you?
2: Well, my Awesome of the Week this week is an empowering website, but it is going to be for a select group of people who, like <laughs> me, have a pool. So, oh, awesome! if you have yes. a pool above ground, below ground, either way, or there is somebody very close in your life, a grandparent, raise your hand right now so that I can see you all, okay? That will make me feel better because I didn't want to make this too narrowing, but at the same time, this truly isn't awesome. The website is called TroubleFreePool.com, and the reason that I want to recommend it and kind of shout it from the rooftops is that this is a website that will give you as a pool owner or a pool caretaker... The power to care for your pool all by yourself, it will give you all the instructions, all the know-how, and there are so many people. It's an old-fashioned bulletin board, you guys, online, so you can go back and read past threads, but there are people who will answer your questions if you're like, okay, I want to do this myself. And truly, if you are a pool owner or someone who has to take care of a pool, pools can be so frustrating, oh my so gosh. frustrating. Yes. yes. When well, we lived in California, we had people who took care of our pool. Um, it wasn't too much money. So many people had pools. We just you know, washed our hands of it. People showed up once a week. They did all the stuff, and we never really messed with it. In a lot of places, you a don't have enough people to do that. Here in Minnesota, there are pool companies who will do that, but they're almost competitive to get in to have people come and take weekly care of your pool. Plus, it costs a lot of money. And what I've learned is oftentimes, you know, these pool companies don't always know your pool as well as you could. It would be just like, you know, with your kids, you know exactly. What specific is going on? So this website, this bulletin board is going to give you as a pool owner, the power to figure out what your pool needs, how you can keep it clean, how you can keep it working well. So we have now been in our house that has had a pool. It is an in-ground pool. It is fairly large for seven years. And the first three years, it was a disaster. And here's the thing. If you have a pool, you want to use it. And if you have a pool, your friends want to use it. (laughs) So you want to be like, Okay, I have a pool. This is the whole reason I want it to be functioning. And so to always have something be going wrong. In fact, it's a funny story. We hosted a surprise birthday party for our dear friends when the husband turned 40. And I had been working that week. Again, the pool was always out of whack. Something was happening with it. It was too much iron in the water. Like, you know, just trying to balance all the chemicals. And during the party, at the beginning of the party, we had you know people here in our backyard. The kids were swimming. During the party, the pool turned green. Like it went from clear water to like emerald green water. It wasn't, oh, it, went, it wasn't just like a greenish tint. No, no. <gasps> it looked like not even lime jello. It was like Kelly green, green, but you could see the bottom of the pool, oh, but it was green. Oh my gosh.
1: So why does that happen? How does that happen?
2: It, it was because of iron. It's a chemical, like there was a chemical reaction in the pool that was happening with the water.
1: It's chemistry. It really is. It's
2: chemistry. This is so geeky.
1: Did somebody pee? Is that- That's what I told
2: them. That's what I told the kids. I said we have a special additive in our pool, and if you pee in it, you turn it green. Okay, so I'm is that have a legit thing? Up. No.
1: No, seriously. But Does that exist?
2: No, it doesn't.
1: At it least doesn't? as far as I know.
2: We could go to Trouble Free Pool and ask. I don't think it exists. Yeah, I, I was just playing
0: with go. the kids. There you go. Now you know where to go to ask.
2: Yes. So anyway, it was you know, just being able to control our pool, and really, what you just said, it is a geeky thing, but yet it's empowering. So now I can like kind of argue with the pool guys, and they come out, and they're like, "Oh, it's fine." I'm like, "No, it's not." Like I do my mm. own measurements of the water. I've gotten really into it. Every day I go out with my little beaker. <laughs> so this might be like the second most geeky awesome of the week for me since the storm weather related app. <laughs> At the same time, yes. I feel like especially if you are somebody like me who is just like, I'm just over this. I'm overpaying people for it. Like when you take your car to a garage and you're like, are they just blowing smoke up my skirt saying you're going to have to replace the you know thing that doesn't even exist? So this is an empowering website, TroubleFreePool.com. If you have a pool and you want to know more, you can go there. You're going to get excellent help no matter where you live in the country. And honestly, Awesomes, if you have a trouble with your pool, come talk to me. I love to talk about this stuff. You can find me in the Hangout. We'll try to discuss things together. Troubleshoot your pool with Kelly. That's our next spinoff podcast. (laughs) I think it's going to go as well as some of the friend spinoffs went. But, you know, what's your Awesome of the Week, Meg? Okay, so my Awesome
0: of the Week. This week is a YouTube channel that I am obsessed with. Rebecca, I feel like I want you to be especially proud of me in this moment. Every
1: time you mention YouTube, I grin. It makes me happy.
2: (laughs) She gets like an extra (laughs) pair of wings or a higher rating.
1: She
0: does. Definitely, definitely. A new jewel in her crown in heaven because she has really converted me, Rebecca, truly. You've helped me find some great YouTubers. Well, this one I actually found kind of by accident all on my own. The YouTuber is named Stephanie Marie, and her channel is all about makeup and skincare for women in their 40s. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, if you've ever tried to look up a beauty or skin tutorial on YouTube, listen, YouTube is just like teeming with beauty channels. I mean, there's so many to choose from, but you guys, so many of them, especially the ones that are super popular. They are beautiful, darling young women in their 20s who have a whole different set of things going on than I do in my 40s. (laughs) So I have been looking and looking for a channel that really addresses some of the things that are specific to life in your 40s. I have found my personal holy grail on YouTube again. Her name is Stephanie Marie. Of course, we will link to her in the show notes, but I found it via a Makeup Geek Facebook group that I'm in. Someone linked to a tutorial of Stephanie's called How to Use Tarte Shape Tape Concealer if You're Not a YouTuber.
1: Oh, that's a good title. I know, right? Yes.
0: Yes. You all know, I've I've talked about Tarte Shape Tape as one of my awesomes of the week on this show. It is an amazing, life-changing concealer for sure. You wouldn't think that concealer would be trickier, that you'd need a specific tutorial about it, but if you've been using it a while, you know there's some tricks to it. So again, in this Facebook group, somebody linked to this tutorial that she has. It's a fantastic tutorial. And I just fell in love with her immediately. Her whole channel, the whole thing. I love it all. She's in her 40s. She's a mom. She works full time. She lives in the South. So not only does she know the realities of skin and, you know, just like all the things that are going on in life when you're in your 40s. She also knows the realities of humidity and the changes that can make after you've put on your full face of makeup for the day, some of the things that you need to be aware of if you live in a super humid area. So again, like her first video that I just mentioned, the one about the tart Shape Tape If You're Not a YouTuber, that's actually one of a whole series that she's done called Not a YouTuber.
1: Oh. Which I, yes. Yes. I love that. Yes.
0: I just so appreciate it. It's really down to earth. everyday tips and tricks for people who do not put on makeup on their face for a living, like a lot of these beauty YouTubers do. She does have some sort of glam it up tutorials. If you're going out for New Year's Eve or you have a special night, if you want to do a lot, a full glam face. But most of her makeup stuff is just tips and tricks for everyday makeup. But she has something for everything that you're looking for in a beauty YouTuber whether it's skincare, whatever the thing is. So here are some videos that I wanna tell you about to get you started. And again, I will link to these specific ones in the show notes so you can check them out. But again, her whole channel is amazing. I'm totally obsessed with her. So again, there's the Shape Tape one. She also has one called Skincare for Women Over 40, My Best Anti-Aging Skincare Routine. And what I love about it is she goes through the specific products, why she likes them, like why it is that this product works, how she uses them, when in her routine she uses which product. So helpful. She has one called Natural Everyday Makeup Tutorial for Women in Their 40s. And then I also found this one. You know, Kelly, you were talking about how specific your pool of the week is. It is specific, This video might be a little specific for people. It's called Hooded Eyes Do's and Don'ts. So if you're like me and your eyelids are hooded a little bit, A lot of the eye makeup tutorials that you're going to find are not going to deal with some of the issues that come along with that. And she has a whole like 10 or 11 minute video teaching you how to do your eye makeup if you have hooded eyes. So that was super helpful for me. So anyway, Stephanie Marie on YouTube, she is everything I've been looking for in the realm of skin and beauty YouTube people. She's fantastic. Links in the show notes. All right, so those are our awesomes of the week. Don't forget that every single Friday over in the Sorta of Awesome Hangout group in our community, we open up the floor and ask you all, the awesomes, to share with us what is making your life awesome this week. If you have not already joined us in that community, we sure would love to have you at facebook.com groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. Hey, awesomes. So one of my favorite things about being an adult is that you can finally do something about the things that have been bothering you for years. For example, fixing your teeth. That's why I'm so excited that this episode of Sort of Awesome is sponsored by Candid Co. Candid is helping people like us gain confidence through accessible and affordable orthodontic care. Here's how. Candid makes clear aligners that are sent directly to your home and are customized specifically to straighten your teeth. The Candid aligners can fix crooked teeth, crowding, protrusion, gaps, and there is no office visit needed. Everything is delivered right to your home. You'll get straighter and brighter teeth in an average of six months, and Candid costs 65% less than braces. The first step is to purchase their modeling kit, which will be sent straight to your home so that you can take impressions of your teeth. Our co-host Kelly just got her modeling kit, and I can't wait to hear how this turns out. With Candid, you can have the confidence of knowing a real orthodontist will be reviewing your aligner plans. Other aligner companies use dentists or dental professionals, but not Candid. After a real orthodontist works up your aligner preview, it's completely up to you if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan. You're finally a grown-up, and it's finally time to do something about getting straighter, wider teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee, and when you use our awesome link, candidco.com slash awesome, you will save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash awesome to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. Candidco.com slash awesome. Well, Awesomes, believe it or not, summer fun and travel season is here. And if you are packing your bags for a getaway anytime soon, I can tell you that the most awesome bag to have at your side is a suitcase from Away. This episode is sponsored by Away, the company that has created a total game changer for the way you travel. All Away suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate that's lightweight but never breaks. The interior of your Away bag features a patent-pending compression system that's helpful for even the worst of overpackers like myself. Both sizes of the Away carry-on can charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, anything that's powered by a USB cord, and a single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone up to five times while you travel. Away bags come with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, Away will fix it or replace it for you for life. Away also offers free shipping on any Away order within the lower 48 states, and all carry-on sizes are compliant with all major U.S. airlines, while maximizing the amount you can pack, as I found out on my recent trip to L.A., where I was able to fit nearly a week's worth of clothes and shoes into my trusty Away carry-on. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com and use promo code AWESOME during checkout. That's awaytravel.com. dot com slash awesome and use promo code awesome during checkout for twenty dollars off your away suitcase. All right, awesomes, are you ready to summer? In the past few weeks, we noticed a lot of new discussion threads being started in the Hangout community with people wanting to know how am I going to survive this summer with my kids. So even though we all love to talk about summer. All three of us have kids. Kelly and Rebecca and I all are moms. We all know the struggles and how real the struggle is (laughs) to keep life in the summer, low stress, but also actually enjoy it. So we thought we would just, let's just sit down. Let's process through this together. Now, this is not our first rodeo when it comes to talking about all things summer. We have a bunch of summer inspiration episodes in our archives, starting way back with episode 11. Kelly and I, in May of 2015, did our very first summer episode called Ready, Set, Summer. Kelly, I was looking back at the show notes for that, and I literally was like, oh, I forgot when she talked about those
2: popsicle molds. Yes.
0: I never did get them, but I literally already have ordered them.
2: Before we even started taping. for you. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go find mine. They're in the back of a cupboard somewhere. We do, we forget. I mean, if we, as the hosts, forget what we said on those shows, I am sure that there are some awesomes, (laughs) especially if you're new to the show and you haven't gotten that far back in our archives. We probably have a wealth of information there that's left like a little treasure trove.
0: I know, I know. They are worth a re-listen for sure to get you all geared up for summer. So again, there was episode 11 from May, 2015. Kelly and I also did one where we kind of looked forward to summer in our It's Raining Awesome episode 49. Kelly and I did another one called All the Awesome for Summer 2016. Also in summer of 2016 is when we asked Jerusalem Greer to come to the show and talk about making summer awesome as a working mom. So that's a little bit shorter episode of just Jerusalem and I talking about that. That is a fantastic one to revisit. And then last year in episode 103, Kelly and I did pop-ups, sunnies, s'mores, and more. So Are you sensing a theme here?
1: Yeah. Am I allowed to be here? Is it okay if I'm here? It's all just like Meg and Kelly, Meg and Kelly.
2: (laughs) I've like dominated the summer shows. I've been like, mine. I want to talk about summer. So I'm so glad you're here, Rebecca. You're going to have a new, all sorts of new things to say. Welcome to the conversation about summer, Rebecca.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Well, truly, Kelly, you have established for everyone that summer is a favorite for you, and it's Definitely for me. So, in the past, we've talked about all kinds of stuff for summer food and family life and beauty and those amazing jockey shimmy shorts that we all love to wear to accommodate summer wardrobe problems. But this year, we really wanted to focus in on the parenting part of summer because we know lots of you who are listening A, have kids and B, have a love hate relationship with summer. We all love the freedom and the fun, but lots of us struggle with some specific summer problems like squabbling and complaining. And listen, the three of us are right there with you in this. So we thought it might be awesome and helpful for us to compile some hacks, some tips and tricks to help you and your family have the most awesome summer yet. So Rebecca, since you have very rarely gotten to speak to the summer thing on sort of awesome, let's just start with you. I know you have a great list. Let's hear what you have for us.
1: Well, Meg, Kelly, thank you for having me. I'm so pleased to be here. (laughs) So my big thing, the thing that makes my summer is something that I've already talked about on the podcast, I am sure. It is the summer fun list. It needs to be revisited because it is a must for me with the summer. What we do on our summer fun list, I create a list of all the things that we are going to enjoy and embrace about the summer fun. And to remind everyone about my kids, I have three children. My daughter, Grace, is eight years old. My son, Noah, is six years old. And then I have a son, Isaac, who is a year and a half. So what I do is I like to make this list of all the things that we can do to help celebrate summer. And then I post it somewhere and we take turns crossing things off as we do them. And you guys, this is so much fun. I feel like it really focuses us in on the simple joys of summer and helps us to celebrate just all of what summer is. Because I put the big things on. I put things on like going on vacation, vacation Bible school, doing camp, you know, any of those things. But then I also really focus on the small things, the little things, the using sidewalk chalk, blowing bubbles, going to the park. Sometimes I've listed trying to visit five different parks over the summer or yeah. I really love listing out all the different places that we can go to get ice cream. And so suddenly something that's just like a one-off fun thing to do in an evening or during the day is now part of this more intentional celebration that we're having. Yes. And yeah, it is just a must for our family. My daughter Grace is already talking about, oh, when are we going to start the summer fun list? Can't wait to start it. So I have on my blog, I have a list. To help inspire you, to help you brainstorm some prompts of things that you can think of to put on your summer fun list. So we'll put that in the show notes. And then for some new things, I have all of the bubble hacks that you could possibly need for your little ones. (laughs) Bubble? Like literal bubble? bubble? hacks. Yes, blowing bubbles. First (laughs) of all, jumbo bubble wands from the store Five Below are amazing. Five Below is a store that everything in the store is $5 or less but you can also buy these online. We'll have a link in the show notes. They're just $3 a piece. They are huge and they work amazingly. They are so beautiful. They make these humongous bubbles and they are so much fun. But I can hear you. You're saying, no, you have a bubble wand and you hand it to your kid and they spill it like three seconds into it.
2: Well, here's
1: the bubble (laughs) hack number two for you. You tie that sucker to the porch rail on your deck or on your front porch tie it up with a little string, and then they just stick the wand in and pull it out. Nobody has to hold it. Nobody's going to spill it. What the heck? How have I been parenting for 13 years, and I have literally never thought of doing that, ever? I'm telling you, these bubble hacks, you think it seems silly that I'd have so many, but they're (laughs) (laughs) life-changing. Okay, bubble hack number three. They make no-spill bubble buckets and tumblers. Every mom needs to tell a younger mom that these exist because they are amazing. You give them to your little preschooler or your toddler, they can stick in the wands and they can pull them out. They get knocked over and they don't spill. They're amazing. Link in the show notes. Number four, bubble machines. They make these cute little machines. I'm not talking about like the huge ones that you get for birthday parties or outside of toy stores. I'm talking about the little ones. You set it on your deck. And if you have a preschooler or a toddler that are like my boys, they just love even just turning it on and turning it up. Turning it on, turning That's it so off. Good.
0: <laughs> I always forget about those, but they are so fun. So worth the little investment that they are.
1: Okay, so I have another hack for you. Your summer is different. Your routine is different. Now, suddenly, you have to take your children to the grocery store with you <sighs> because they're not in school and it's the worst. <laughs> so this is something <laughs> that I started doing with my kids when they were little, little. Okay, Because you want to conquer the, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. My kids know, hey, we're going to go into the store and you're going to be able to pick out a drink. Okay? One drink. Get a drink. Something fun. A special lemonade. Chocolate milk. I started with chocolate milk when my kids were like toddlers. Then it's like limited because it's the one thing. And it's not something that you're going to have a bunch of leftovers of. You buy the individual right. drink, yes. and then it's gone, and you're not stuck with a big bag of chips that you didn't really want your kids – you know, you're not stuck with the junk food. It's just a drink, yeah. and they're happy, and they drink it on the way home, and you pray they don't spill it in the van, and then you're good, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, so you give I it to them that. at the end? Because I think that when my kids were little and I had to take them to the store, it was often Target. We would go get a slushy, you know, like an icy, oh, right. and so you can get yeah. the kid size of those, and I would get it at the beginning – and so they would drink that while we were shopping, and so usually we're throwing the cup away as we're leaving, and that's really... Also smart. ...the only place they would get those. You know, like, I wouldn't even get those outside of that, because I'm like, that's a Target thing. And we right. would sometimes that buy a popcorn, is. too. But yeah, yeah, that's such a great... Because you're right, man, having to retransition to taking kids on all of your errands, Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, it amen. can just be a thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Good well,
1: one. Well, I go to a grocery store where I can't buy something, like, when I walk in the door, and mm-hmm. some people have yeah, kind yeah. of some mixed feelings about you know, consuming things before you purchase them in that gray area there. So, you know, you do you. So controversial. You do you. We don't care. (laughs) Okay, so another hack for you. Saturday chore lists. Now, listen, guys, I'm an ESFP. All you need to know in this circumstance about what that means is that sticking to a routine and feeling all boxed into a schedule of, we do these chores on this day and these chores on this day and these chores on this day, It makes me want to die. So (laughs) the summertime is a great time to encourage your children to do those kinds of things. I mean, it's perfect. Yes, put them to work. But if you're like me and you just the idea of following through on making sure that that happens every day makes your skin crawl, then I present to you the Saturday chore list. It's something that my mom has done with me when I was younger And I've brought it back. And you guys, my kids love it. So here. Well, they do. Your kids love it? Okay. Well, this is something that I think helps is that I make them super long and I put fun things on them. First of all, I add super easy jobs. I add things like brushing teeth, getting dressed, get the mail, you know, like jobs that are immediate satisfaction. Okay. We're going to start the list. Oh, look. Brush teeth. Boom. You go upstairs, you brush your teeth, you cross it off. Everybody loves to cross things off. So it's one and done, super easy and simple. But then I also add fun jobs like give mom a hug, tell dad I love you, draw grandma a picture, run around the yard three times. It just mixes it up. And I don't know. My kids are young enough to still think it's cool. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. You have trained them well, Rebecca. That is so freaking smart. I wish I would have done
1: that when my oldest were little ones. So they'd be like, yay, choreless Saturday, bring it on. (laughs) Well, I don't know if they're exactly like pulling out the pom poms or anything, but they're doing it and they're getting it done and it's working for me. So that's something I would say, you know, like it's easy to look at all the other moms who have these like daily chores for their kids and to have some guilt and feel like, well, shoot, I should be doing that. Don't. Figure out what works for you and just go for it. And you can go to simplyrebecca.com or check the show notes for a blog post that I wrote that is full of outside-the-box chore tasks that you can add to your list and see more examples of the things I'm putting on my kids' chore lists. So fun. Those are amazing hacks, Rebecca. Seriously, I'm still
0: back in the bubbles thinking about tying that bubble thing to the side of the deck. Why have I never done this before? You have just changed our summer, so thank
2: you for that. I love what you said at the end there, that we just don't judge each other. That we find something that works for us and that we live in the freedom of that. Something that works for our personality type and for our kids' personality types. You know, if you can find that little sweet spot, oh, that will change your summer. Instead of making it something that you have to endure, it can be something that you get to do.
0: Most definitely. definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Kelly, I can't wait to hear about your hacks for this summer.
2: Well, I do not have kids that are at the age that they will throw a party for lists. <laughs> so <laughs> to remind people, I agree with what you said, Meg, that I wish I kind of had done that when my kids were younger. But I have teenagers and upper elementary school. So they range in age from 8 to 16. And so my very number one summer hack is something that I have mentioned before. I think it was on a summer show. It is a screen time managing device called Circle by Disney. We have talked about Circle. I feel like a little bit ad nauseum on this show because it is (laughs) such an amazing tool. And really, here's the reason why, is that there are other things out there that do what Circle does now. But back when we recorded that very first 2015 show, circle didn't even exist. And I remember saying on that show, you know, what I really want is this, I want something that can allow me to manage screen time across devices. I want something that can tell me where my kids have been that does filtering, all these things, and it didn't exist until circle came along. So that's why we're such a big cheerleader for circle is that it gives parents so much freedom. And here's probably the best. I don't know, I hate to say it this way. But like pro tip for it is that kids hate it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you know it works you know it works i told my best friend about circle right after i got it they got it and still to this day her kids who are like my second kids are like kelly i will never forgive you for telling my mom about her Cir- <laughs> like we used Perfect. to be close but now i don't know so here, <laughs> yeah. here's if you don't know i'll give real quick it is a one-time cost device that you are going to connect to your home network so it's about a hundred dollars And what it does is it does all those things I said. It watches screen time. It tells your kids across devices. You set up a profile for your kid. It's going to say they have been on screens for two hours, no matter what they've been doing, whether they've been checking their email, looking at Instagram, watching YouTube, playing Minecraft. It's going to watch all that. Or you could limit just certain apps. If you're like, I don't care if they're online, if they're doing something creative, but I really don't want them on Instagram more than half an hour. You could just limit that. You can, of course, make awake times and sleep times It is a powerhouse tool for parents to be able to control the screen time battle in the summer, which is epic, I think, across homes today. The one thing I will say is that Circle is really designed best for families who have multiple kids on multiple devices. You know, if you have young ones and you're like, well, my four year old is getting an old iPhone this summer to play games, you don't need Circle. You can use just the parental controls that are on that device. If you just have one iPad and a computer, Still, you can probably install free software on each of those devices or use the parental controls. You'll be fine. But this, we have, for children, being a tech-loving family, we have so much in our family. And so that has been the number one battle in summertime for us was how much screen time, how am I controlling it, get off screens, go do something else. Oh, I wasn't on screens. I was lagging. This just shuts it all down. So if you can't get circle- Go find something else out there. There's a lot anymore that does this sort of network controlled across devices thing. It's it's amazing. So that's my number one hack for summer, especially, but really for life, <laughs> for life with <laughs> really, kids. Really, yes, yes. I would say my number two thing is to schedule, but not too much. So what we have found, kind of like you, Rebecca, I am not a huge person who just wants to plan everything out. Even though I am kind of a planner, so. One of the biggest things that we do in our family for the ages that my children are at is we have a rule of no screens until after noon, no screens in the morning. And the reason I did that was because they were old enough where, when they were very young, I definitely had them on screens in the morning because I wanted to sleep yes. a little bit or I just wanted yeah. to like have a slower start to the morning. That was what we needed to do. And then we turned them off. But what I was finding was kids were waking up to get on screens. Yes. So they were going to bed late and because maybe their natural body rhythms, the sun or whatever, they would wake up and just, just to get on screens. And it started the day horribly because then they've kind of got that screen brain thing going on. Yes. Their That is such a real thing. Yeah. Yes. And they've lost imagination. So saying you can have screens in the afternoon means that they wake up and say, I'm going to play. So especially yes. for my younger two who are eight and 10, they just play. And sometimes they'll forget about screens. Now, not all the time. Are there days mm-hmm. that they come in and they're like, it's 11.59. One more minute, you guys. One more minute. They're like, we've almost made it. <laughs> you know, uh, and the teenagers are like, well, I'll just get up at noon because, you know, I yeah, exactly. On exactly. on screens. What's the point of doing anything else? But yeah. that has been kind of a game changer. And then just once we get to that, that's kind of like what I mean when I say we want to have kind of a routine, but not necessarily a schedule of like, we're going to do everything at this time. You know, we're going to eat breakfast at nine. So we know that we're going to get up and we're going to have a relaxed morning most of the time. Or maybe we're going to go do something. You know, we're going to go to the farmer's market. Because the screen battle is not being fought at that point, it's not a big deal. We know that because we have that pool, there's going to be many days that we are going to be having friends over to swim. And we want to encourage that. That's why we have the pool. So we have kind of like, well, we're going to do it this way. We're going to do chores about once a week, like Rebecca. My kids are at the age where... If I said, as I did this past weekend, because it was Mother's Day, I said, what I want for Mother's Day is everybody to help me clean the house. We got that puppy done in an hour and a half. Boom. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. They weren't all even working to their fullest ability. And my <laughs> nice. oldest daughter wasn't even here because she was working her job. So like, it's awesome. And even that is kind of, it's a little bit taking that Saturday chore chart up a level where you're saying, I'm not giving them chores in the same way, like here's a list. But I'm like, if you, we can get this done we'll go do something else. Like, let's just crank it out. I'm like, I don't like it either. I don't like to clean the house, but let's just get it over with. And so it's hopefully showing them that motivation. And then we just schedule lots and lots of free time. We are not overscheduled, maybe even too underscheduled sometimes for some of my kids' personalities. We have lots of lots of lots of free time and downtime. If they say they're bored, which they will, I'm certainly happy to try to help them brainstorm, but I am also fine with them being bored. And we have talked about the necessity of their brain learning to handle boredom, Um, that boredom will not kill you. It will feel like it at the beginning when you're used to having constant stimulation from, you know, whatever, whether it's school or screens, but just saying, you can figure it out. Go take a few minutes and they'll figure it out. So just making sure that we're scheduled, but not too much. Another hack, and again, this is a little bit for older kids, but I have fallen into and it's been wonderful is I have my kids make their own lunch. Oh, I, don't, so smart. I don't like lunch I don't like to cook for it I don't want to have to plan it Yeah, I don't mind making people breakfast If they come upstairs And they're like Oh can we make pancakes And so making like a big batch of pancakes For my kids Whatever That I don't mind Lunch
1: I despise I don't know why I hate lunch I hate what? it I hate it, I hate it. Well, It's the worst Like God <laughs> bless the, the worst. people Who are making a warm lunch Like who's cooking for lunch
2: Right yeah. Well, some people do. And I mean, some people, I have homeschooling friends who put it as like a part of their menu, you know, like today we're going right, to have soup, table. Yes. we're going to have, but I've, yeah. obviously my kids are in school, so it's a little different, you know, during the school year, but even when it comes to summer, it is on them. So I will stock my house with the things that they need for, oh my word, it's the worst really, because I'm a, a kind of a clean eating, real food junkie. But in the summer, I'm like all the microwavable things. Like I go to Costco and I buy the pizzas and the chicken melts. And the chicken pot pies and the noodle bowls and the burritos, they're all there in the fridge. So if they want something like that, there it is. There's meat, there's macaroni and cheese, you know, like you go, I'm not, I'm out of that game. You can get a power bar and a banana. I don't care. Like, so when they come to me at four and they're like, I'm hungry. I'm like, lunch was your problem. Lunch was on you. I'm not even going to remind them necessarily, unless they're being cranky, then I'll say, hey, have you eaten lunch? But it's like, I don't even think about it. So when I, I eat what I want to eat, brilliant. And they eat when they want to eat and they kind of eat what they want to eat. I mean, I'm not like open time on ice cream. You know, I'm just saying like eat some protein. Of course, the teenager teen boy is like all the cereal, mom. Bring me all the cereal yes. to some degree. Oh, yeah. I don't even care if he's doing it himself. Like we'll make sure he gets a good dinner. So have your kids yeah. if they're old enough, make them get their own lunch. Like Rebecca, we also do kind of a summer bucket list together that we brainstorm. And just like Rebecca, I think it's brilliant to pick things that are small or family traditions and get them brainstorming together. I have some friends who take it even a step further and will pick one big activity or thing to invest in as a family each year that usually would cost money. So like they'll buy a zoo membership or an amusement park membership or, you know, water park, and then they do the heck out of that thing that summer. So they kind of make it age appropriate. Their kids are excited. They go to the water park once a week or they go to the zoo all the time. They go to that talk. They go to the science museum. You know, they go to the music park. And the great thing is they really get their money's worth out of that membership. And then by the end, the kids are like, I don't really want to go there again. Great. We're not going to renew it. You know, we're going to move on to something else next summer. So I think that's so brilliant because you can really customize it. There's so many things out there that you could do so you could figure out what your kids are interested in, especially if you have a span of age of kids, you might be able to find something that will fit all of them at some place. So, you know, a membership to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm just kidding. Nope. Ew, nope. Never. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what? That's a hard no. hard no. Hard no. Hard no. So my last kind of summer hack is this, and this again helps to have older kids, but it is to take time for yourself, which kind of slash goes with, actually enjoying your summer instead of having to just grit your teeth and get through it. I think all of us want to enjoy our summers, but just the reality of it means that we grit our teeth more than we want to. So I would encourage you moms to take time for yourself in whatever way you can while you are there on duty 24-7. Do what you need to do and don't apologize for it. Don't feel guilty. So if you need to go to the gym and work out, and that means your kids have to go to the childcare at the gym and they don't want to go, too bad. It's an hour. So I've been in that position. I don't really like to make my kids do things that they don't want to do. But they're like, Oh god, why? And just and I'm like, Too bad. I have to work out. If you want me to be a good mom, I'm gonna need those happy endorphins. You know, you can trade kids with a friend. You can say, Hey, if you'll take them one afternoon a week, I will take them. And so then you yeah. will have a whole afternoon to do whatever you want to do. Maybe it is go to the grocery store without having to drag everyone with you. Maybe it is just read a book or take a nap or you know, for me, (laughs) I just want to be in my pool with nobody splashing me. So there's some afternoons (laughs) that I will just go by myself in my floaty with my iced tea. And I'm like, "Ah, I love my pool. So doing what you need to do to take time for yourself, make those little pockets, carve them out, fight for them. So that way you can be a good mom and you can enjoy your summer and enjoy your kids, right? Because that's what it's all about. As my kids get older and I think about you know, summers have changed for us. Like I said, my daughter has a job now. She works, you know, 20, 30 hours a week. We're not going that many places anymore. We only have one trip scheduled. But we're largely at home, partly because of that. We're changing. We're moving into a new season where it's not just everybody at home all day. And so when they're here, I want as much as humanly possible to enjoy myself, enjoy them. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love that. It definitely can turn into the mom show 24-7 yes. in the summer. So yes, finding a way to make that happen is so Important. Love that. awesomes it's time to open up those drapes and let the sunshine in because summer is here and speaking of drapes if you need new window treatments whether it's blinds shades drapes or shutters you need to contact smith and noble smith and noble has covered over 8 million windows nationwide you guys they are the custom window treatment experts they can transform your windows within your budget and without any hassle for you the whole team at Smith & Noble is committed to quality in making sure that you have the best experience start to finish. You will have an awesome time creating a look you'll love from their extensive collection of handcrafted blinds shades drapes and shutters and if you need advice on your window treatments they offer a free design consultation for you in your home or by phone then you can just sit back and let smith and noble take care of the rest their experts come in to measure for free and they offer professional installation for a guaranteed perfect fit Smith & Noble is by far the most awesome choice for updating your window treatments. And great news, they are giving our listeners, The Awesomes, this fantastic limited time offer to get you started. For 25% off of your Smith & Noble window treatments, go to smithandnoble.com slash awesome. For all of the details on this great offer, go to smithandnoble.com slash awesome. That's smithandnoble.com slash awesome awesomes, we are in full-on end of the school year and start of the summer busy mode. But no matter how busy we might be, we still need to take excellent care of ourselves so we can be awesome to the world around us. One company that is on a mission to make taking excellent care of yourself easier than it has ever been is Lola. Lola is a company founded by women for women, and they offer a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products, and they take their mission a step further by creating a simple, customizable subscription so you never have to make another frantic trip to the drugstore. That's right, Lola subscriptions are fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, your perfect mix of absorbency, your number of boxes, and the frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. And did you know that with Lola, you can be truly awesome to the world by doing good with your purchase? With every purchase made, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I've been a loyal Lola customer for years, and I'm so excited about the good they are doing for women of all ages. If you are ready to finally say yes to take the best possible care of yourself each and every month, then you can get 40% off all subscriptions when you go to mylola.com and enter promo code awesome40. That's 40% off when you go to mylola.com mylola, and enter promo code awesome40. Thank you, Lola. I have a lot of summer thoughts because Interestingly, we had an unexpected trial run of summer last month. You did. We did. Our kids were out of school unexpectedly for two weeks in April for the Oklahoma teacher walkout. And during those two weeks, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not ready for this. (laughs) I forgot that this is what it's like. Now, of course, where was some unusual elements to that and that we didn't know how long we were going to be out and it was out of the blue, all of those things. But it really got my wheels turning early this year on summer because I was like, I'm not going to make it this time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is it. I'm going down. Yep. This is it. It's been a good run. It's the last one. <laughs> okay.
0: So a little reminder, or if you're new to sort of awesome, let me introduce you to my family. We have four kids, daughters who are 13 and 10, and then we have twin five-year-old boys. In our family, in our school system, we have eight weeks exactly of summer. We get out at the end of May. We have all of June out, all of July out. And then my kids go back on August 1st. So in some ways, that's fantastic. But in other ways, it makes me feel like, oh my gosh, there's actually only just eight weeks and we got to make every minute count. And then I can really stress myself out doing that.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's its own kind of stress, honestly. Like we're We start to get on Pinterest and we're like, actually, I would have to be superhuman and have an entire degree in child development to do one of these things. It becomes its own stressor, which is crazy.
0: Yes, totally. So first, let me revisit, because this is something that I always do. We do it so much that my kids, I mean, they just know, they just fall in line. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to revisit something I've talked about on the show in the past. One thing that we do is we assign a kid a day of the week. I usually just do this from Monday through Friday. I don't do it on the weekends whoever's day it is, I'll use my oldest daughter, Daisy, as an example. So if it's Daisy's day, then she, number one, gets to pick all of the good stuff. So they get to go first whenever there's something to take turns with. They get to pick the YouTube channel that they're watching. They get to, I don't know, take the first shower of the day. They're teenagers now, and these things are important. (laughs) They pick what music we are listening to. Whatever the good, fun thing is, and there's a decision to be made. That's a kid decision. If it's your day, you get to pick. However, they are also the helper that day. So that means now, especially that the girls are older, if it's Daisy's day and the boys have been playing outside and they need a quick bath, then she's the one to run them through the bath really fast. Or if we get back from the pool, she's the one to hang up the towels on the back fence or maybe clear the lunch dishes, whatever the thing is. They're also the helper. So you get your good stuff, but you also are the person to be called on if I need a little help with something. This I put into place because... One of the main struggles that tears at the fabric of our family. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm being overdramatic, but I'm not. Every summer that just drives me bonkers. And again, maybe it's because I'm an Enneagram nine. I'm a peacemaker, peace seeking type. I cannot deal with the bickering over little things. And so... You know, if it's like, okay, I need somebody to run the boys to the bath. Oh, I gave him a bath yesterday. Or it's her turn. How come she never, I have one
2: of my children is a how come she never has to do this Mm -hmm. person. I think we all have one of those. If you have more (laughs) than one child, you have somebody who says, but they.
0: Yeah, exactly. And oh, she got to pick the music last time or whatever the thing is. So when you have a day you know it's your day and you get to all the fun stuff and you get to be the helper on those days so i love
2: that you get to do both that's quite brilliant so it's not just a privilege i mean in some ways you could say it's a privilege it's your privilege to help me today
1: oh geez. that's <laughs> yeah, taking they're a not going to look at it that way they're not going to look at it that way i <laughs> nope. mean
2: i'm just i'm thinking how that contrasts with my usual which is everybody stop talking go to your room <laughs> <laughs> right? you will yes. like to be protected from me for the next 10 minutes yeah exactly for your own safety and yes, own... get out of my sight yeah so that's really brilliant to just make them have their day where like you said because so much of it is about the bickering which we haven't really even talked about but man isn't that one of the number one complaints for having multiple kids at home in your house in the summer yes it, it just drives me bonkers i mean we're joking about it but it literally that's the, the
0: miserable part of summer for me is my kids bickering with each other. So that's one sort of, let's try to shut it down early. It doesn't cover all the sins, but it helps. So, okay. So a big problem for me that I've had to realize, and I really realized last month when we were out unexpectedly is I don't do well with zero structure. And I've had to like really make peace with this. And this seems strange that, okay, you're 40, almost 41. You're just now realizing this about yourself. But I think because I am like a P-type ENFP, I'm supposed to like spontaneity and supposed to resist predictability. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you except that I can't explain it, but I have to have some predictability for my own self, let alone for my children. (laughs) It makes me a better human when I have some predictability. So, and I also, I think I've been comparing myself to my own mother a lot. Kelly, remember back at one of our holiday shows when you were talking about, like, you had to let go of the fact at the holidays that you are not your mother. You don't, you don't do holidays the way your mother did. And you may have loved it when you were her child at home, but you can't be that person to recreate it now as an adult. I've had to realize that about myself. My mom was super unstructured. Of course, it was a different time and place in the eighties and nineties, but I don't even know what my mother did with herself during the summer days because she basically just like sent us outside and we could, you know, drag beach towels out there and read or take our boom boxes out there. And my sister and I would make up dance routines to songs on the radio. I don't know. We just did stuff. But my mom was not like, now you do this and you do that. It was just whatever. I apparently am not that mom. And I just need to appreciate that. I have to build structure in to our summer if we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. We have to have some structure. So my first hack is to create structured weekdays and lazy weekends. So here's how this is going to work for our family. On Tuesdays and Thursdays throughout our eight weeks of summer, I'm going to have work time in the morning while the girls create some activities and fun for the boys. And then we're going to hit the pool every afternoon. We got a pool membership last year. We don't have a pool at our house, but we got a pool membership to our local Community pool that has fun water slides and a splash pad and a great pool. It was the best investment for summer ever. So we are totally doing that again. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are pool days. And then Monday is going to be our chill day because I do have to go pick up our grocery order. I am not taking a child in with me though, Rebecca.
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm not saying that you should grocery shop with your children. It's like a last resort. Guys. Well, it don't is a lot resort. Do yes. it if you don't have to.
2: <laughs> if you don't have to. I mean, I had to. So that right. like my husband wasn't home, we didn't have, you know, yes. family here. So for years and years and years I had shopped with four children. So I'm using yes. the big semi truck cart, you know, that like I would like beep I would literally beep <laughs> when I had to like back up an aisle I was like beep 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 because it's yes. so stinking huge and there was usually two children in the cart fighting and somebody running down an aisle. It was nightmarish I mean it's just reality for some people but if you don't have to don't do it don't do it
0: (laughs) I'm telling you I am living in the lap of luxury in Oklahoma City because I just go get my grocery orders on Monday mornings from Sam's and Walmart and I'm done but you know obviously there's other errands that need to be run I always like to do a a quick tidy of the house after the weekend and we'll do some kind of in home activity so maybe we'll you know rent a movie to watch or Maybe we'll make slime on Mondays. It's going to be a chill day. Again, Tuesday will be a pool day. Wednesdays are going to be our learning day. So we'll make a trip to the library. We'll hit one of the many amazing museums we have in our area. Something to stimulate a little intellectual action through the summer on Wednesdays. Thursday, again, we're back at the pool. And then Friday is going to be our care day where we do things for people outside of our family, whether that is, I don't know, make cookies for somebody, do some random acts of kindness donate to our local women's shelter. I don't know. We'll find, I'm sure there's plenty of needs in our community and in our group of family and friends that we can do things for people. So we're practicing care for others on Fridays this summer. And then on the weekends, no structure, do whatever. All bets are off and we'll get to experience a little bit of that true summer downtime, hopefully. Now, also interestingly, this is the first year where my older kids are going to sleepaway camp. And they also have day camps and and other activities during the week. So this was another reason why I wanted a predictable thing for myself, because like, it's going to be like, we're going to be doing our thing. This is our schedule. This is our routine that we'll go through. Whoever's here, play along. (laughs) If you're at camp, you're at camp, whatever. Right. So anyway, structured weekdays, lazy weekends is my first hack. All right. My second one is, again, screen time. This is a thing that comes up with people and with kids in this age group negotiating screen time. How much is too much? What if this isn't enough screen time? What's fair? What's appropriate? I can really spin out these philosophical questions. (laughs) Because we don't know. There are
2: no answers. That's the problem. You know, there's no research. We are the first generation that's had to parent through this. So we're all just kind of in this together and we don't really exactly know what we're doing. No.
0: Okay. So my hack for this this year is this summer, my kids have to earn their screen time. So basically I'm going to make them sing for their supper, except instead of singing, it's actually going to be helping around the house. Here's the chore thing again, (laughs) something that we all have to navigate. And instead of singing for their supper, it's not actually their supper because I'm not totally a monster, even though they're going to think I am when they hear this plan. They're actually just going to be earning time to play on the devices and the very nice gaming computer that has been provided to them for free. And also... The high-speed internet access, which is also free to them. So here's how this hack is going to work. I want everyone to notice how confidently I'm
2: saying this in May. (laughs) Yeah, you go on because I have tried this once and it I tried this once. (laughs) (laughs) But Meg, do go on. I would love to hear your plans.
1: I would be bowing out like after three days. I'd be like, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, we're going to see by the end of June, I might be like, I don't even care. You can stay on your screen all day. Just leave me alone. But here's the plan. Because an ENFP is nothing if not an idealist, right? Okay. So each child gets to start the day with 90 minutes of screen time. I really put a lot of thought into this. Like, what is fair? Just free. Like, here you go. Thank you for being my child. You have 90 minutes of screen time. We're going to start there. Now, once that's gone, it's gone, but you can reset it every day. But if they want more than that, then they're going to earn it by picking chores off of a chore chart. Now, I found on Amazon a self-adhesive whiteboard wall sticker that I'm going to put on the fridge to keep track of time and chores. Kelly, do you feel like that will be helpful or is that a stupid idea? I don't know.
2: No. Well, everybody's different, Meg. So I don't know. I think that will be helpful. I think it can be a lot to keep track of. Right. That's my big concern about this. Like, do I really want
0: to have to... Oversee this whole thing. I don't know, but I feel like if there's a little bit of self governance in this, we'll see. Now, my girls can obviously do more advanced chores, but I'm even going to have the five year olds start to do some chores around here, like things like emptying the bathroom trash or putting shoes up in the shoe drawer, putting toys and books away. I don't know. We're going to see how it works, but this is my hack. We'll see. Kids earning their screen time. We'll see how this works this summer. So, my last one, my last problem that stresses me out in the summer is there's too much stuff everywhere all the time for kids at home you know it's gotten a little better as the girls have gotten older because I feel like as kids get older they kind of consolidate their clutter does that make sense so instead of art supplies everywhere all over the dining room table which is how my five-year-olds do art they will have like a drawing journal and they will have like nice drawing pencils that they like to keep separate. So it kind of consolidates down, but even still with having two five-year-old boys, uh, there's Hulk and Iron Man and Spider-Man underfoot all the time, Legos are everywhere. I just can't handle the clutter. So hack number three is gonna be a little bit extreme, but I am all in on this and I've done versions of this. I'm taking it to its fullest extent. I am putting all of the books and toys away into bins and bags. I'm putting everything away into bins and bags. And then we're going to just take out a little at a time. And being in the twins' classrooms this year, their pre-K classrooms, and watching them with my own eyes and being like, oh, wait. Oh, they they actually totally know how to put stuff away.
2: (laughs) Busted, right? (laughs) Yes.
0: They're actually pretty great at understanding, like, this has to be put up before you can move on to the next thing. So everything is going to go in either a bin or a bag. All of the books in our actual library or they are in the bookshelves in our living room. I'm going to actually put those away for the whole summer because we're going to really focus on library books this summer. And they will have a special place in our living room. All of the toys are going to go in these big oversized totes that I have, which can be brought out one at a time and then cleaned up. And then also this year, this is like the easiest, most ridiculously simple hack. And I've never really made this happen in our family. And I don't see why it can't work. Every child will have a personalized bin that lives in the dining room. And at the end of the day, you just put all of your belongings in there. And if it gets left out after pickup time, then it goes into I don't know, goes into the timeout closet for who knows how long.
1: Hey, those like cleanup bins are no joke. We put some on our stairs. And because like I'll find myself like wanting to clean up the living room when the kids aren't around. I'm like, well, I really shouldn't put this away for my kid. I throw their junk that they left scattered everywhere, into their bin, and then it's their job to empty the bin. So whether you're, you know, doing an empty the bin method or what you're saying is a storing it in the bin method, bins are like where it's at, man.
2: Yeah, I am all in. So And just getting that clutter out can be a huge mind clearer for so many of us, especially if your kids are in school and so you're not used to having all their stuff underfoot all the time. On one hand, you want them to be creative and play and get those things out. That's awesome. And on the other hand, I'm like, oh, my word. So I'll do – we don't necessarily do bins, but we have just said mom at any point in the summer can say, I'm going crazy. Everybody stop what they do for the next half an hour. We're picking everything up. Now, I usually coordinate it with – and we're also going to vacuum because we have – almost everyone in our house has lots of thick, long hair. We have a dog with thick, long hair and a cat with thick, long hair. So we have to, have to, have to vacuum at least once a week. So I can say, if we're going to pick everything, like we have to, the kids will say, well, I have the Playmobil out. I'm like, too bad. We have to vacuum. So we'll usually do it with that. But just knowing that at any point, mom can call a timeout and we're going to pick everything up. And when the kids do it, they're like, I don't want to do it. They see how little time it actually takes. Even just this week, my eight-year-old came to me and said, you know what, mom? didn't really want to clean up my room yesterday, but I really like when it's all picked up like that. And I was like, oh, you're getting it. You know, so just give yourself the permission, right? That's what you're kind of saying. Like, we're going to pick it up, put it in a bin. You put it away. This is how it's got to work for mom's sanity. You want mom to be happy and ready to take you to the beach? You know? Yes. This is what it requires.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Making it connect to when you get to leave to go do the fun thing that's on the schedule
2: for the day. Or mom's energy. Like I connected a lot to say, hey, look, if I have to spend all of my day breaking up fights or dealing with clutter or whatever it is, you have sucked the very life out of my marrow. I have nothing (laughs) left. You think then you say, I want to go get ice cream after dinner. I have nothing left to give, child. So trying to connect it to that and say, look, if you help you know, not drain mommy dry like some sort of a vampire, (laughs) (laughs) then maybe we'll
1: all have a better summer. Yes. Oh, my word. Definitely. Meg, with your bins and bags, are you talking about doing a kind of rotation with these items, or you're going to let them have full access to whatever they want? They just need to get it out and then put it away.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Rebecca. In my mind... To drill down a little bit into our schedule, in my mind, I was thinking, like, Legos come out on Tuesday. Oh, my word. (laughs) But now listen,
2: that's in my mind. Rebecca's hyperventilating, (laughs) even thinking about it, like the scheduling. I
0: I know, I know. I don't know if that's going to work or not. I'm holding that idea loosely. No,
1: it can work. Would it work for me? No, but that doesn't mean it won't work for you. It's a great method. Give it a try. And let us know.
2: Maybe we'll have to do like a little extra show later in the summer to come back and say, these worked or...
1: Okay, so you are talking about some sort of rotation and even kind of like a scheduled rotation of these different items.
0: Yes, yes. That's the idea. That's the idea. And who knows? I mean... Part of it is because I want the clutter to be put away, but also I want them, you know, especially because there's going to be some times when I definitely have to work. I like to get things out there that are kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I had this thing. Right, And
1: And that is legit. You guys, I am a huge fan of toy rotation. It has transformed my life. So I say go for it. My kids act like their old toys that they didn't play with like forever and ever are like brand new. It's like Christmas morning when a new bin of toys comes out. Oh, they just love it. Yes.
0: I was totally inspired by, I know you've done ro- toy rotation. You've written about it on your blog. I was thinking, I, can, I think we can do this. I think we can make this work. And then some of the other bags are just going to be like go-to. Like we have a pool bag and this is where all of the sunscreen goes and the pool toys and, you know, everything like, so it lives in one place. We're going to have a car bag that has sunscreen and bug spray and picnic blankets and all of those things so that we, I just, I need everything to have like a place that it belongs. So that it doesn't make me feel so bananas when things are just out everywhere. I don't know. It brings me comfort to know that they go to a place. They have a home they live in. (laughs) Okay. So these have been our hacks for having an awesome summer. I hope that they have been helpful, but I know that you all have tons of hacks to share with us as well. I can't wait to have more of this conversation. A couple of housekeeping things though, before we sign off for this week. When we started talking about doing our summer list show, I was like, oh, good, I have all these beauty hacks and skincare hacks and stuff. And then we decided, no, let's just really focus on parenting this year. But I do still have these beauty hacks, and I'm going to release those in a special exclusive episode for our Sorta of Awesome listener supporters. So if you haven't joined us over there, we would love to have you at SortaAwesomeShow.com of slash support. And don't forget, in fact, you can even go right now to sortaawesomeshow.com slash awesome2018 to fill out our listener survey. We can only get feedback from a thousand of you. So we would love to have you go over there right now. Sortawesomeshow.com slash awesome2018 and fill out our listener survey. But if you want to find us on social media so we can talk about all things hacking summer and making it great this year, Rebecca, remind the awesomes where they can find you all around the web.
1: You can find my blog at simplyrebecca.com, where I talk about parenting, and homemaking, saving money, all kinds of things. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at simplyrebecca.
2: Okay, and Kelly, how about you? I'm at Kelly at Lovewell on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash lovewellblog. Okay, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sorta of Awesome Meg. Don't forget
0: that the show is also on Twitter at Sorta of Awesome Pod. And you can find us anytime on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Here's to a happy and awesome summer, and we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer, and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer, and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at ProgerMusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to SortaAwesomeShow.com.